Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Churchill Silatu, the great song indeed, man. I remember who we were with this guy. Where? I think, yeah, Churchill, man. Yeah, a beautiful song there. We trust God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. And uh, we are together right through up to uh, the hour uh, eight. And thank you so much. Thank you very much to Johan Els. Thank you, Johan. We love you, man. We love you, man. And of course, you continue to really outdo yourself. You really are someone special. You know, sometimes you say you're something special. Uh, you're someone special. We love you. All right. Now, of course, we are going on right through up to the hour eight, Wednesday live, the name of the show. My name is Ray, and I trust and believe God is doing good, blessing you so much in mighty way. And uh, I will connect with uh, Pastor Sam Kabamba, and uh, also I will connect uh, with uh, uh, Pastor Mkoko, and uh, we will get this going, we will get this going and um, you know starting it from scratch we'll get it going and i trust that you will be blessed so much in a mighty way remember that last week we were uh, introducing the very aspect of what is meant by spiritual knowledge what is spiritual knowledge and uh, we said today we are going to get into the hows and what's you know uh, of the spiritual knowledge so that we can understand it even far much more as to what it is about. And I trust that as we do so, God will bless you so much in a mighty way. And uh, also, you know, we are keen to hear from you as to what do you think spiritual knowledge is and what has become the attitude of people, you know, uh, towards spiritual knowledge uh, are they keen towards it or, or have they gone on to actually uh, find themselves really going astray with this you know and uh, we will connect to pastor samuel kabamba and uh, of course also uh, to pastor mkoko we will connect with him and then try to to get what's up with regards to him about this very issue the how what of spiritual knowledge and what it occurs as and what it is about we will be looking into that and i trust as we do so god will just do you good bless you so much in a mighty way and um your questions we are eager to to have your questions with regards to this uh, i will be looking into uh, how it causes us it causes exaltation you know and uh, how it makes us uh, uh, friends with God and um, the aspect of its conditions, um, the power that it has over error, and then also uh, the issue of eternal life with regards to spiritual knowledge. It is something I will be looking into, and I trust that as we do so, God will bless you so much in a mighty way. Remember, we we are learning from each other, man. We we are learning from each other, and uh, we we just as they say, iron sharpens iron. You know, we are learning from each other, 
And uh, in that, we also see our own faults in understanding. And um, at times we find ourselves not agreeing, but we go back uh, to the aspect uh, of, uh, you know, the Word of God and what the Word of God says with regards to this. We get to that. And I trust that as we do so, God will do you good and bless you so much in a mighty way. All right. We have all our guests and uh, on the line. Let me start with Murutim Koko. Greetings to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Ray, thank you so much for this opportunity. And uh, let me greet the men of God on the line and uh, the listeners who are listening to us today in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, let me welcome Pastor Samuel Kabamba is also on the line. Greetings to you, men of God. Yeah, greetings to you too. And thank you very much to Agus again tonight. And I uh, greet all the men of God, uh, uh, Prophet Mkoko and uh, Pastor Karabo. Uh, and also greet all the listeners. We believe that uh, without them, we could not be even sharing the word. It's because we are there, that's why we are sharing the word. Mm-hmm. Greetings to all of us. May God bless. Amen. And uh, to my brother and friend, Karabo Mraka, greetings. Muruti. Yes, greetings. My brother Ray, greetings to my two other brothers, uh, Pastor Samuel um, and also Prophet uh, Bafana, as well as greetings to the beloved saints and also the people that God has created in this. Amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, uh, we are uh, looking into the very aspect of spiritual knowledge. What about it? And how is one really getting to that level of uh, spiritual knowledge? It's something also that we we look into. And... Uh, one of the things to look into with regards to spiritual knowledge is what it can do. Proverbs chapter 2 verses 5 says, Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. Spiritual knowledge is when one has found the fear of the Lord. The reverence towards God. A knowledge that leads to reverence towards God. It means when you have a knowledge that still does not lead you to reverence towards God, it is just a knowledge about God. It's just a theology. But if it is spiritual knowledge, your life should change somehow. It is a knowledge... That when one gains it, they start having the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 2 verses 5 says there, Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Also it says, I will go to the great men and speak to them, for they have known the way of the Lord. The judgment, it says also, the judgment of their God but these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. The knowledge of the way of the Lord. 
And then when the word of God speaks with regards to the knowledge of the way of the Lord speaks in terms of observing and doing, believing, observing, doing, believing, observing and doing, believing, observing and doing, making this your way, your life, being found in it, not just talking about it in abstract, but being found in it in this way. The ways of the Lord. It says, for they have known the ways of the Lord. And spiritual knowledge is also the knowledge of the judgment of our God. Because it says, they know, have known the ways of the Lord, the way of the Lord, and the judgment of their God. They've known the ways of the Lord and the judgments of their God. They know this. Spiritual knowledge implies that in many instances. And then, of course, also, uh, if you look into Jeremiah, you would see in chapter 9, verses 24, it says, But let him who, who glorifies glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. It, it's amazing. But let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me. When we understand and know the Lord gloriously, it is spiritual knowledge. It is powerful. What do we do with it? What is happening with regards to spiritual knowledge? Where do we stand today? As people who profess to be believers here in South Africa, where do we stand with regards to spiritual knowledge? I want to start with you, Murutim Koko. What is it all about and where do we stand? We have done introductions anyway. We get into the gist of the matter, sir. Thank you, Pastor Ray. And uh, let me greet the listeners in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, apology first, number one, of what happened last week. I'm not going to say it on air what happened, but I yeah, made but, you aware, Pastor Ray. Yeah, but now you are saying it, so you're, you're worried about it. You better move on. And, and, yeah, don't, don't go there. Don't go there, my let, brother. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much. Let me get to the matter of uh, spiritual knowledge. Amen. Now, I, I, I want to start. I thank you for the verses that you, you just uh, read, Pastor Ray. And um, the information that you, you just gave to us is very, very good. Now, I want to start to, to read from John 16. Mm. When you read verse number 5, yeah. the Bible says, But now I go away to him who sent me. Yes. And uh, none of you ask me, where are you going? Mm. Now, I want to start this, uh, Pastor Ray. I'm going to go to verse number 13 mm. and read verse number 13. But when you read verse number, number 5, Jesus was, was saying he is going away, but nobody is asking, asking him where he is going. But he says, I go away to him who sent me. Now, number one, we must understand that Jesus uh, was a messenger. 
he did not carry his own message, number one. And we must understand that uh, Jesus, as a messenger, a messenger is one who is sent with an inspired message from God to the people, so that the people can receive what is contained in a, in a message. So Jesus was on earth, but Jesus was sent by God uh, 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 to the people. Now, as the messenger, the sender, who is the father, is the source of his actions, is the source of his word and his authority. I'm going to get, I'm building something, Pastor Ray, I'm going to get to the, the, the point of spiritual knowledge. That's where I, I am getting in now. But I'm trying to establish a, a, just a background so that people can understand exactly where I'm going. As I've already articulated, as a messenger, the sender who is the father, he is the source of your actions, he is the source of your words and the source of your your authority now if we continue if i i can emphasize from john 7 john 7 verse number 16 says jesus answered them and said my doctrine is not mine but his who sent me now you can realize from this that jesus went to the feast privately, and as he went privately, the Jews were looking for him, and they wanted to, to kill him. And the people in that feast, they had mixed feelings about Jesus. They, some they believed in him, some they did not believe in him. But in the middle of the feast, uh, Jesus began to go and teach in the temple. And uh, people were amazed how Jesus was, was, was teaching because they did not expect him to, to be teaching the way he was teaching. And then a question came, and the question was, how does this man know uh, letters, having never studied? And Jesus came and he answered them, he said, my doctrine is not mine, but he who sent me. Now, from this, I begin, I begin to understand now that Jesus was sent by God, and the message that he carried, it, it was from God. He did not carry his own message. Now, verse number 13, I, I want to build this. Verse number 13 says, of, of the, the same verse that I, I, I read of John 16, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and uh, he will tell you things to come. Now, I want us to understand this, Pastor Ray, that Jesus, before he left, he said this with, that the Spirit will guide you into all truth. Now, if we are talking about spiritual knowledge, we have to understand that the Holy Spirit plays a pivotal role in our lives in terms of spiritual knowledge because he has to guide us into all truth. And if we are children of God, the Holy Spirit, what he will do, he will guide us, I've already said, he will also reveal Christ to us. The Holy Spirit reveals what Christ speaks also to, to believers, and he will not speak of his own authority. Now, I want to take this, and I want people to underline this, that Jesus said, uh, uh, um, 
he is sent by the Father, meaning the message that he carries, it was from the Father. Now, also the Holy Spirit here, Jesus says, he will not speak of his own authority. In other words, the Holy Spirit who is in us, the Spirit that we are given by God himself, who is the Holy Spirit in us, he will not speak his own mind or his own thing, but he will align everything with what Jesus has already I mean, uh, uh, told us, and he is here to remind us as well of everything that Jesus has spoken to the church. Now, what we need to understand is that when we talk about spiritual uh, knowledge, the Holy Spirit plays a pivotal role in a sense that he will lead us into all truth, and he will guide us into that truth. So, as a church of God, we must understand that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of knowledge leading us into all truth. Now, if you read First Corinthians uh, chapter number 2, verse number, number, I think it's verse number 10, if I'm not mistaken, I'm checking it quickly. Let me read it, uh, Pastor Ray. Uh, and it says, uh, verse number 10. I'm trying to read here. I've got it. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. I, I don't want to read it all of it, but I, I can summarize it so that people can understand that we cannot defend God's mysteries by our own intellect. We cannot use our mind to get the things of God. But we need the Holy Spirit to be the one who will reveal the truth to us through the spirit that is, is inside of him. In other words, without the help of the spirit, people cannot believe what is spiritual. When, when the Holy Spirit it is not in a person or an unbeliever will not understand the things of God because he is not born again. But when you are born again, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth and he will make you understand the spiritual things that are revealed by God. Now, as, the ch as children of God, we have to access, we have the access to the mind of Christ through the spirit of God that is, is in us. So let me just uh, finish in, in just a few seconds so that I can give my, my, my other brothers a chance. Only those with God's spirit can understand the truth revealed by God. In other words, there are things that, that uh, we have to understand them by revelation. And the revelation is given by the Spirit of God. So we have to align ourselves with the Holy Spirit so that spiritual knowledge, we can understand the deep things that are hidden by God. And if they are revealed by the Spirit of God. Hey, okay, I hear you quite well, sir. And uh, of course, we trust God is blessing you so much in a mighty way. Uh, we are talking about spiritual knowledge. Now we are getting into it, how it is effectuated and uh, how it is gained. We are looking into that. How do you gain spiritual knowledge? How is it effectuated? How does it come into effect in one's life? We are looking into that, and I trust that God is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are here. 
24 hours with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. There you go, the time now, 28 to 7. And um, uh, let me bring this to you, uh, uh, Pastor Sam. Um, In the opening, we also spoke about uh, the knowledge of the way of the Lord and the judgments of God. We spoke about understanding the fear of God. That is spiritual knowledge effectuated when one starts to understand the reverence unto God, the fear of the Lord, which is something that many of us do not actually master quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are in these entitled leading people, whatever, and crowds and all those kind of things. But hey, when it comes to the aspect of the fear of the Lord, if one had to give us marks, man, we, we still fail. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind with this? Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, you know, when when you ask this question, and I, I just been uh, uh, sent to actually, I just picked up something from the Bible that makes us understand that. Yeah. You see, uh, in the Book of Acts, when you take the Book of Acts uh, two, you know, read verse forty-one. We are going to just look at what the the, uh, the, the first church did, because uh, uh, it's going to give us a little bit of lessons on how. The fear of God can be manifested and be uh, a sin in the in, in the in the in the church or in uh, the type of organization. Now you see here the Bible is talking about that uh, the disciples uh, after the Pentecost, because here we're talking about the spiritual knowledge that comes. Um, there's a question to ask: How does it come and how does it work? You know, mm. uh, when you read in the Book of Romans uh, 10, uh, uh, 17, the Bible is talking about faith. That faith comes by what? By hearing, hearing by the word of God. You know, faith is something you cannot explain because uh, it is you cannot touch it. But it's, I mean, it, it, it takes you, it takes us into a world whereby there are words, words that you can listen to and make those words become a reality. That's what faith is all about. Faith is not about uh, seeing, but it's about tapping into the the invisible in, in order to make the invisible a reality. Now, here we're sitting with a 
uh, you just asked the question about how do we come to that fear of the Lord? How do we come to to to, to reverence God? Uh, how does the, the word of God or the knowledge of God makes us to get to that place? You know, I see as I was saying in the, in the book of uh, uh, Acts two, uh, forty one, the Bible is saying something else. Forty two, uh, the Bible is saying, and they continue steadfastly in uh, the apostles' doctrine mm. and fellowship and breaking of the bread and prayers. Now, these people, after they've been born again, after they've given their life to Christ, after they've believed in what God, in the word that Peter, I mean, displayed uh, that day, the only thing that they could do, they had not to, be, to come together, not just for the sake of coming together, but they had to come together in order to learn and eat the spiritual food. When talk about spiritual knowledge, it's about spiritual food. It's about something that makes the inside strong and makes the inside more revealed. And we start becoming what God wants us to be. Because before that, before the Word of God, nothing could be uh, seen in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a proper way or could be revealed in a such a way that we can see what God is capable of. Now, these people, what the Bible says, now they will spend time together. As they spend time together, what happens? And the fear came upon every soul. The fear of the Lord came upon every soul. Why? Because there was time of a sharing, of a, a revealing the word. Mm. That word that was hidden, that word that could, nobody could not pick up with, a, um, or nobody could not pick up with his own intellect, as the uh, Prophet Nicole was saying somewhere, that I mean, we cannot pick up with our knowledge or the way we think, but we get it into the spirit. I mean, we tap into something, you know, when everybody is trying to reason, say, one plus one gives two, but you are sitting and looking at one plus one gives you one. And you say, okay, what, how does it become one? It's something that nobody can explain, but you can know why it has become one. Because when, when, when it becomes two, meaning that you still have to, to see two ways. But when it becomes one, then we say, okay, here now we're not seeing two, we've seen one way. Mm. That, that, that's the mystery that comes when it comes to, uh, uh, to the spiritual knowledge, or spiritual knowledge. And here, the Bible says that the fear of God comes into the people. When the fear of God comes into the people, guess what? Now, signs and wonders could be seen. Mm. Now, today we will say, we'll say, we'll ask ourselves the question, uh, it's, it's maybe only uh, a certain category of people who are doing uh, greater, uh, greater things and so on and so forth. But the truth of the matter is, is the spiritual knowledge uh, uh, exposed to everybody? Is, are people really exposed to it? Are people aware of what the Word of God can do to, with them? Because I believe... The Bible is so clear that the Word of God can make a way where there's no way. Now the question would be, we have the Word of God. We, live, we, we claim to have the Spirit of God. Yeah. We claim to move with the Spirit of God. But why don't you make, why don't you I mean, uh, uh, experience things that we cannot experience naturally? Why don't you do that? These are things we can ask ourselves. It's because somehow maybe uh, the knowledge has, hasn't been well taught. Maybe the knowledge has been well explained, but there's no revelation about it. And because if there's no revelation, then the fear of God won't be manifested. Because where there's the fear of God, signs, wonders are, are there as well. Because yeah. where the fear of God comes, God shows himself in, the, in, 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 his own, in, in his own majesty. And then now the people of God have seen the glory of God. We believe that the, the, the knowledge, I mean, the spiritual knowledge, when we start tapping into it, not with, the, with our own senses, but we are tapping it in faith, 
believing that I mean, whatever that the Lord says, whatever the word of God says, if the word of God says it, then it shall be the way it says it. And then you now operate according to it, not according to what people might say, what people might think, but you operate according to what the Bible says, according to what the Word, the word of God says. Now, there's a question we need to ask ourselves is, is this Bible truly the Word of God? This is another question we can ask ourselves. If we believe that the, word, the Bible is the Word of God, mm-hmm. meaning that uh, the Word, as the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and everything that you see with our eyes was created by the Word. This is, when one understands that, then you are tapping into what you call a spiritual knowledge. You're getting to know what God is capable of. And this, this Word that we are carrying every single day, if this Word is as powerful as the Bible says that it's created everything, why can't I see greater things as well in my life? Why can't you see around us greater things? Why can't you also see as the people of, I mean, of that time, because of the teaching, because of the time the people spent together, because of the revelation of the Word of God, what happens when there was a fear of God, and based on that, signs and wonders accompanied the apostles and the disciples. They could see greater things because they believed in a such a way that the Word of God was true and was real. And this is what I believe that we need to get to. To get to that place where we touch into the Word of God, not with a lot of reasoning, but you just say, because the Bible says so, we believe in what the Bible says. You know, today it's so, it's so amazing to see that even when uh, the Bible says that by, by, your, by, by each church we are healed, you know, we still have a, a time of debating. Sometimes we debate. Can, we, can, we, can, uh, can that word really work? And it could be a debate that we do. A lot of people can be a debate inside of us. Just debate about can this word of God work through? But at the same time, we believe that that means uh, God exists. And if we believe that God exists, as the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, if, if we believe that God exists, that we need us to believe that He is the, the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And as we seek Him, where do we find Him? We find Him in His Word. And when we talk about the word of God, we're talking about the spiritual knowledge. It's about something that we, I mean that we cannot touch, but we cannot we can only tap we can only tap into and start living it according to I mean uh, the grace that God can give to us. Absolutely. It's it's very important also to look into the the effectuation of, of the word of God, which is spiritual knowledge in essence. Uh, and when we have this you know, Jesus Christ was was a living spiritual knowledge. And he was living that, and he was speaking that every time. Um, there is nowhere where we see him speaking, and he would speak something that is contrary to that which is the knowledge of the Spirit of God. Nowhere uh, do we see Jesus Christ speaking very much abstractly away from that or even you know politicizing or whatever we we see him speaking spiritual knowledge the way it should be spoken affecting all disciplines of life it's amazing it's, it's an amazing thing and we're asking ourselves if we are faring quite well in that do we apply spiritual knowledge these days do we understand what it is what is the use of spiritual knowledge? We see people think that spiritual knowledge is divination. 
and someone tells you, I see in your fridge you've got <laughs> some margarine in your fridge. And wow. <laughs> That's not spiritual knowledge. That's divination. There are differences. Uh, spiritual knowledge basically speaks in the glory of God. It brings reverence unto the Lord, not to man, but unto the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and and that is what should be known. Now. In Jeremiah 31, verse 34, it says, No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquities and their sins I will remember no more. Yeah. Spiritual knowledge is that, that uh, when, when God's knowledge, fear, reverence, comprehensions, fills the hearts of people just like the waters that cover the sea and that when it says no more shall every man teach his neighbor it speaks about the agreement that will be there no one will be surprised by the revelation that comes from the next because that revelation will also be in them mm -hmm. it's amazing and uh, uh, no one shall actually speak things that are hidden from the other for all these things will be revealed to all that is the oneness of the body yeah. that is that is a glorious church that is the um the nation of god in the aftermath it's just amazing that it is the spread of god the knowledge of god to everyone says to the least and to the greatest 35.11, Ezekiel, says, Therefore, as I live, says the Lord, I will do according to your anger and according to the envy which you have showed in your hatred against them. I will make myself known among them when I judge you. We also see that spiritual knowledge is when God makes himself known to people through actions, even of judgment. When God exposes his glory to people. And people comprehend that. Just amazing. Muruti Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh, in addition to what you have started on in the beginning, and what uh, Prophet Mukoko added to and. I just want to add here John chapter 4, verse 24. And I'm not going to read all of the verse. I'm just going to read the beginning, which says, God is spirit. God is spirit. And therefore, when he says he will make us know, he, he will make us uh, apprehend uh, things that are of his nature, things that are spiritual. Last week you, you, you dwelt in that chapter 2 of 
First Corinthians, which really speaks to to the spiritual nature uh, of of the knowledge and wisdom that God is imparting in Christ Jesus. Paul says we compare spiritual things with spiritual. (laughs) Yes. Now, uh, you say when when God says to uh, uh, Jeremiah, no one will say to his neighbor, know the Lord. Mm. And, and, and last week I said that word, uh, when we look at it in the, in the Greek, uh, it, say, it means to cognitively and experientially know. In other words, it is a progressive knowledge. It's not a knowledge that is automatic, instinctive, intuitive. And if one can just uh, differentiate, because I think that it's necessary to differentiate between uh, these two types, um, the intuitive and the cognitive experiential knowledge when and, and the example I, I i really find helpful to me is the example of a baby when a baby is born that baby does not get taught to suckle from its mother's breast when you put that baby next to the breast uh, it will do the necessary sucking of the breast without anybody teaching that baby. However, for that baby to start walking, it must be taught, and it is a progressive thing. First, that baby gets help to learn to rely on its muscles in terms of sitting, in a sitting position. From sitting position to a position of crawling from crawling position to a position of standing up, from a standing up position to a position of walking, from a position of walking to a position of running. That is cognitive and experiential knowledge. And this is the knowledge which God is talking about. Because if we are not able to appreciate the things which are spiritual, the things of God, in, in, in a progressive manner, we, we, we go in the direction. And, and that is the problem we started in Eden. When uh, Adam and Eve sinned against God. Now, <laughs> they, they had chosen that they will cognitively and progressively and, and experientially decide what is noble, what is fair, on the one side, and what is evil and wicked on the other side, because the devil had had had, had led them into that trap. Now, from that time on, God has been working to bring us to where we understand that we have lost this ability of relying on God, on Him alone, to actually. Uh, reveal to us what is good for us, what is bad for us. And 
obey when he says we should do something. Mm. Because we know that he will never lead us to things that are bad. That is why in uh, Proverbs chapter 2, which you started with, verse 5, it says, uh, Then you shall understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. What knowledge? The cognitive, experiential knowledge of God. How? When you start to understand the fear of the Lord. Now, Isaiah chapter 11, the first verse as it opens up says this. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. Mm. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Seven branches of the light of God. The main branch is the spirit of the Lord. The, 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 the corresponding branches are wisdom and understanding. Uh, 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 counsel and might. Knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So, when we come to learn from God how to fear Him, how to reverence Him, the way you are saying, he, he opens our eyes now to learn, to, 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 to understand the things which please Him. That's what He was saying in Jeremiah when He said, Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Why? Because his wisdom is the, is the earthly wisdom. is the wisdom which is crooked. And he says, let not the strong man boast in his strength. Why? Because his strength is as given by the flesh. And let not the rich man boast in his wealth. Because in amassing the wealth, he is not giving praise to God. He is not giving credit to God. He says, but let him boast. Let him who boasts, boast in this. That he understands and knows that I am the Lord that executes mercy and judgment and righteousness upon the earth. For in these things, is my will. The Lord's will is in his judgment, is in his mercy, is in his love, is in his righteousness. Jesus Christ, when he was speaking to people who had been studying, you said earlier on that that, that knowledge which we have, the natural knowledge, it is a, just a theological knowledge. And, and Jesus was speaking to those who were theologians. In Matthew chapter 23, he says to them, you boast your tithe, uh, 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 even of the littlest of things. And he says to them, but you neglected judgment. You neglected righteousness. You neglected mercy. You neglected love. You should have done these things without uh, 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 neglecting the tithing. These are the first things which you should have 
focused on. Why? Because they are, they are weightier things of the Torah. Now, many people even will dismiss the Torah as if Jesus Christ came to dismiss the Torah. He did not. He was saying, see the Torah for what it is. The Torah is spiritual. The Torah is, is actually a reflection of the true nature of God. And if you understood the Torah, you would actually seek the things which the Torah is actually reflecting, which are the will of God, righteousness, mercy, um, a love, which is agape love, and the fear of the Lord. And if you boast in this thing, in terms of boasting of them as from the Lord, he's the one who's teaching us this. Is you don't boast in yourselves, you don't boast in anything except the Lord who has done this. Then it means your eyes have opened to spiritual knowledge, your ears have opened to spiritual knowledge, and this knowledge was hidden all along in the uh, past uh, centuries. Only a few would access it, like Moses accessed it. And, and all of them, if you look at them, those who accessed it, they came to Jehovah. Mm-hmm. Moses walked with the Lord. The, the, you talked about the ways of the Lord. when you, And the Lord in Psalm 103 says this. Moses knew the ways of God. But the sons of Israel knew the works of God. So they never knew his ways. Why? Because they didn't come close to him. They didn't approach him. They didn't get to him so that he could impact them spiritually and reveal to them how he does things. That is the true fear of the Lord when we are Because then we start to, to know, to, to, to avoid things he doesn't want, to love the things which he wants, when we come to, but throughout the ages, uh, throughout the centuries, uh, these things were hidden from those who were staying far away until Jesus Christ came. And when Jesus Christ came, he said, a grain of wheat remains alone unless it dies. But if it falls to the ground and dies, it bears much fruit. So through his death and resurrection, when we come to him and put our trust on him, and become immersed in him, and his spirit comes into us, God in us, then this thing is available to every one of us, like you have saying that the revelation which you have, my brother, is the revelation which is in me. Many times why we don't see, even, even the least in the kingdom of God has got that revelation, but why do we not realize that we have the same revelation? Because... Our eyes are focused on material things. Our eyes are focused on the flesh. And therefore, we ignore what the Spirit in us is speaking. And we do not learn to cognitively recognize that there is a God who is speaking inside of us. The Word of God is Spirit. The Spirit of God who is in us is Spirit. So, uh, uh, there is a Spirit comparison within us, which we should be familiar with. The closer we come to him, the, the more we seek his faith, the more we will realize he's already in us. And therefore, you, the next person can say to me, experience the Lord. Because as I seek him, I experience him, and I get to know how he, he works. I, I don't get uh, excited when somebody tells me I'm wearing a red uh, underpants. <laughs>
I hear you quite well. And, you know, let, let's talk even when the lines are open. The lines are open. You can talk to us directly there. 012-333-8699 or 012-334-1322. Tell us how you feel about this, the very aspect of uh, uh, spiritual knowledge, what it is to you. You can tell us. And today, Lolo Luaz, that is what we're touching on. So give us a shout 012 334 or send us a WhatsApp. Uh, it is 0826572729, or you can also drop us a, a telegram on the very same WhatsApp number. Hello there, hi. Hi, Ryan. How are you this evening? I'm very well. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm well, thank you. Very well indeed. And uh, welcome to all the listeners and to the pastors that you have there with you. Thank you. Ray, I'm turning to uh, uh, to Peter, chapter 3, uh, verses 14 to 18. I'm not going to read the whole section of that. I'm just going to take a few uh, parts of it. Where Peter is encouraging his disciples of the early church to grow in grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, grace is a gift that is bestowed on us and developed by the Holy Spirit. And as you experience the risen Christ deepens and grows richer, this disposition is reflected in your life and is distinctly linked to your commitment. So knowledge and grace are very, very close opposed to each other. They are there for us to receive the gift of God as God gives us a knowledge of grace as well. And Peter was encouraging his disciples. He said to the early church, listen, grow in grace and grow in the knowledge of Jesus Christ because the disciples weren't very knowledgeable of what was happening around them. And they grew in this fantastic grace and knowledge, and they spread it to all over the known world that they were in. Now, a disciple who is in the image of his Lord is never conscious of his development place in his life. On the contrary, he would deny this since he is very much aware of his shortcomings. Nevertheless, precisely, precisely his denial can be evidence of the spiritual growth and the increase in grace. Isn't that what it's all about? The grace of the Lord gives you the knowledge of the Lord, and the knowledge of the Lord is in is that they will grow in you as a bit in the disciples. Now, the growth in the knowledge of Christ can be understood only in the view of the knowledge God gives his disciples to the Holy Spirit and to his Holy Word. The Holy Spirit will then enable you to receive the knowledge of God more than we ever realize. And we as Christians must react to this knowledge and grow in grace and resemblance to the first example, and that is of Jesus Christ. Now, 
Where do we obtain this knowledge? And this knowledge is obtained through the, through the whole Bible. You can go through the whole Bible and you can eat this knowledge of the, of the knowledge that God wants us to have. The knowledge of getting more and more deeper attuned to God's grace and God's Holy Spirit developing inside of us and having that in our quiet times and obtaining this knowledge and spreading it as disciples in the world today. And that is the way we should be going. And unfortunately, I'm going to ask a question here. Mm. You will know Christ better at this moment than a year ago. We know Christ better than we did a year ago. Mm. Uh, yes, I would say this question will indicate the direction in which we're moving spiritually. So, Ray, my whole suggestion here is we must grow in grace, we must grow in the Holy Spirit, and we must grow in the knowledge of God, and then we can spread that whole key item around the world as disciples of the Christ. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, you know, um, we trust that that question you asked applies to all of us. And yeah. I, I, I so hope that people should be saying, well, I know him more than last year because the aim was to know him more and the power of his resurrection. The power that brought Jesus back to life, you know? Yes, Ray, I agree with you there. We must grow stronger. We must grow more in the knowledge of what the Bible is trying to tell us. And as Peter explains very nicely here, and says in verse 18 of that chapter 3, it says, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen and amen to that. Because that is what we need it here. It's, you know, there's a lot of people that say, Oh, I read the Bible through once a year. And a lot of people do that. I've read it once a year. But don't we actually again get the knowledge, deep, deep knowledge that Christ is trying to, or the Lord is trying to explain pages to us. You know, you can grow, you can read the Bible verse, you can read the Bible many times, and you'll get more than one knowledge out of it. Like I have, <laughs> listening to your program for so many years, I've grown in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, and I've grown in the knowledge of the Lord. Because I, I take part in it. I take note of what is being said by the pastor there. And that's how a person goes. But we as disciples who go out there is not listening to the program. It's not you. listening to what is being said tonight. And the rule of us will of us go out there and say, listen, you know more of Jesus Christ than what you did a year ago. Or do you persist to have the knowledge of Christ in you and you are you are giving that knowledge to somebody else? Yes. And even if it's a fool, you're giving knowledge to that person that doesn't know it. Yeah, I hear you. We really need to have the knowledge of God. And when you have it, we see it when you spread it. 
Yeah. That's what it will manage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, Julian. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much, and God bless everybody. God bless you, and pass my regards to Benny, all right? I'll do so right now. Thank you, Ray. Okay, but... Thanks, bye. Okay, bye-bye. We're taking your calls. You can give us a shout. Talk to us directly there. 012-333-8699 or 012-334-1322. Send us your WhatsApps. Let's hear what you say. It's 0826572729. Faith, hope, and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805. Or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.